You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number six. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go! What if I told you that you can date in a way that requires much less effort from you and gives you a better result? A way that would allow you to easily let go of men that are not serious and make those who are even more interested. And at the same time, you would be able to let go of frustrations and instead feel that you are acting in alignment with a strong sense of self-worth. I am talking about connecting with your feminine energy. Feminine energy is among the things that I teach my clients for several reasons. First of all, it works. It helps you let go of the not-so-serious or interested men and attract men that are more aligned with a committed long-term relationship. And secondly, it feels better to you and you are more empowered in your dating when you operate from your feminine energy. It's a way to deepen your self-worth and it prevents you from feeling drained and frustrated. And at the same time, it keeps you in a healthy balance of enjoying your dating life and staying true to your values while honoring your boundaries. I believe it's a smart move to educate yourself and you're a smart woman since you are listening to this podcast. It is smart to educate yourself on what creates attraction in a relationship and how men and women function differently in love and romance. This can help you, for instance, to let go of expecting him to respond in the same way as you would have in a given situation, and this could again relieve you from feeling disappointed or taking things personally. Using feminine energy principles can change your dating life in a short time, especially if you are a strong, success-driven, independent woman, because then it will probably only require a few shifts to make a big change. And in addition to that, Feminine energy principles are very simple. There's no rocket science here. However, it can be challenging to do these shifts, especially for high-achieving go-getters, because it is so counterintuitive. Do less and get better results. It hurts our brain just thinking about it. In today's episode, I'll give you a brief overview of the parts of feminine energy that I have found to be important in dating And then I'm going to dive more into one simple shift that you can make and that can make a huge change for you. And this is also the shift that I first learned and that completely changed the way I connected with men. I'm also going to address some of the misconceptions around feminine energy and tell you what feminine energy does not mean. Because I think there's a lot of women who miss out on this because they reject it based on misunderstandings. Now, before we dive into this episode, I want to point your attention to my free booklet that I've created specifically on feminine energy, where I explain the background and give you questions for self-reflection and clarity. And I also give you five concrete shifts that you can make and help you find ways that you can do this in your dating life. You can sign up on the link in the show notes or go to my website, which you can access on lærkenilsen.com or even more easily lærkethelovecoach.com and lærket, this is L-A-E-R-K-E 
And when you go to my website, you will find on the first page a link that you can click on to sign up to get this free book. So let's get started. The philosophy about both masculine and feminine energy being present within us has ancient roots. Just as an example, you probably know the Chinese yin and yang, which describes opposite but interconnected forces, where yin is the feminine principle and yang is the masculine, and both have a bit of the opposite in them. The duality, masculine and feminine, is not just two opposite forces, it's a polarity, which means that there is an attraction. It's exactly like with a magnet. When you think of a magnet, you have the two opposite poles that attract each other, whereas two of the same will repel each other. And this is not about gender orientation. It energies that we have access to, all of us, and we naturally tap into them to different degrees. So women need both masculine and feminine energy in different situations in life, and the same is valid for men. And you can think of the little dots in the yin and yang symbol. Some women are more in the masculine energy and some men are more in the feminine. But the important point here is that for any relationship dynamic to have passion and attraction, one needs to bring the feminine energy and the other needs to bring the masculine. And again, this is regardless of gender orientation. There has to be polarity before there can be attraction. This is not an intellectual thing, it's not a mental construct, it is in our nature. And feminine and masculine energy is not about the way you look or dress, it's energies, it's how you show up in the world based on how you see yourself and your role in the connection. Masculine energy is a forward-leaning energy. It is action-oriented, powerful, protective, providing, and it's very rational and stable. And the feminine energy is a more leaned-back energy. It's soft, receptive, intuitive, emotional, playful and very present energy. I will elaborate more on the feminine energy in a moment, but I just want to take a step back and answer the question you might have in your head right now about why should you even bother learning about this. In the context of dating and relationship, this polarity means that if you want to attract a man in his masculine energy, you, of course, need to be in your feminine. It's as simple as that. So that means if you want to attract a man who's willing to take action, move the relationship forward, show up consistently, and who doesn't expect you to pursue him, you will have to access your feminine energy. Where all the complications come in is that a lot of us women, and in particular high-achieving go-getters, have learned to operate from a masculine energy because we live in a patriarchal society where masculine energy is what's required to achieve success in career and in life in general. We have been rewarded for being able to use a strong masculine energy when taking an education, doing career or business. And most of us operate per default from the idea that if there's something you want in life, you just have to go out there and create it, make things happen, take action, reach out, be proactive, follow up, push forward and organize. Do what it takes to get there and don't take no for an answer. Continue to drive things forward and find ways to prove your worth so you can get that result. And this all comes from a very powerful masculine energy. This works like a charm when it's a business or career goal or a new job or an exam that you're trying to achieve. But when we approach dating and romance from the same energy, two things happen that you're probably not so interested in. 
first of all, you exhaust yourself and get really fed up with dating. And secondly, you only attract men that are very passive, lean back and not really serious or who are not taking any initiative. And when we don't see that we are coming from a masculine energy, we don't understand the reasons why we keep ending up in this pattern of men either not showing up or only showing up in the beginning and then losing interest. But the good news here is that it takes only a few simple shifts to change your love life completely. And this is something you can learn just as you've learned all the other skills in life. It's not some mysterious, inaccessible secret or something you're born with or not or some women have it or they don't have it. In fact, we're all born with feminine energy inside us, but nobody teaches us how this works. So you're a smart woman and educating yourself on how you can make the masculine-feminine polarity work for you instead of against you is a clever move. And if nothing else, then I would encourage you to be curious and give it a try and see what happens for yourself. This is what I thought when I first learned about feminine energy. And to give you some context, I grew up in the 70s Scandinavia, more precisely in Denmark, where I was raised with the consciousness of how important it is to be able to take care of myself, take an education, get a good job, make my own money. In other words, never having to depend on a man. We were taught that we could do exactly the same as men and we should just go out there and get what we wanted in life. And so I went into that energy of taking action, pushing forward, powering through, following up with both studies and work. And I have a master's degree in pharmacy and also another degree in rhetoric. And I graduated at age 23 and then I went out to get a job. And it was also from that energy I interacted with men all the way until I reached mid or late 30s. I didn't even consider the possibility that it could be done in a different way. So add into the picture the way I saw myself in love and romance. I saw myself as a woman who has to fight a bit harder for a man's attention because I wasn't very naturally attractive. I was a smart but nerdy and introvert girl and I also grew up struggling with low self-worth and not believing that I was lovable for many years. I had a lot of confidence in my professional life but definitely not when it came to men and dating. So all this in combination made me believe that the only way I could get a man's attention was if I reached out and made an effort. And the result was that I often dated men where I felt that they might not have been interested if I didn't do anything. And this only confirmed to me that I wasn't naturally attractive and lovable. So that is how I created my own self-fulfilling prophecies. What shifted for me was when at some point I was working as a journalist, so I changed my career several times. And at that time, I made an interview with a couple's therapist who taught me the art of leaning back in dating, which I will explain more about in a minute. So I decided to try this, and to my big surprise, it actually worked. It completely shifted the game for me, and I finally experienced what it was like to meet men who actually wanted to see me and made an effort to make it happen and who kept coming back and took a lot of initiative. Then fast forward several years later, I heard about feminine energy, polarity and attraction. And I must admit, I was equally fascinated and also triggered. I recognized the part of it that was leaning back, but the rest I heard, it felt very old school to me. But I was sufficiently curious to decide to study it more and try to understand what it was all about. Because like this, at least I would know my reasons for being against 
And I was also open to learning because I wanted to understand more about why at age 49 all my relationships so far had ended and it felt like this code I still needed to crack. So I decided to study this phenomenon, feminine energy, and the more I learned about it, the more I realized that feminine energy is basically very empowering because it's about showing up and acting from a strong sense of self-worth. It's about connecting with your authenticity and honoring your boundaries. It's stop trying to control what's out there and can't be controlled and instead taking back control to yourself. All of the things that we would work towards anyway. If I was to explain this in very short, I would say it's about dating in alignment with your worth. But here I'm going to give you an overview of 10 things that I find are important in dating and then I will dive into the art of leaning back because this is the one shift that once you master that, it will change a lot for you. So here we go. I'm going to mention 10 things briefly and they are not in any prioritized order. But number one, the first thing I will mention here is leaning back and that's the thing that I will dive more into in a moment. And basically this is about letting go of trying to push things forward with a man. Stop the chasing, hold back with all the initiative and let him come to you. So the second thing is being fully present in the moment. Knowing that you do not have to prove your worth to or try to impress a man. Let go of the man-pleasing energy that we get ourselves into when we want him to like us. You just have to give him your attention, which is, by the way, in the world we live in today, a huge gift. Relax and be present and enjoy the moment without being busy impressing. And this, of course, requires you to connect with your worth. The third thing is having strong boundaries and not being afraid of communicating them but also knowing how to communicate them in a calm and confident way. Developing this radical self-trust where you know in your bones that you can always trust yourself with a man because you will honor your boundaries and this is how you create emotional safety for yourself. Honoring your boundaries is also going to grow your sense of self-worth. And this allows you to do the fourth thing, which is to be soft on the outside, warm, flirty, playful, to be approachable and inviting because you want to let him know that he can feel safe to approach you and initiate contact and you feel safe to give him permission to get closer to you when you know you can trust yourself if you need to state a boundary. The fifth thing is being authentic and knowing that you don't have to be perfect, that you actually become more attractive the more you can embrace who you truly are and this of course requires you to cultivate your self-love. Feminine energy is a lot about not pretending to be or feel something else than what is true to you. Number six is being connected to and owning your emotions and daring to be vulnerable. Let go of the mask that you naturally have created to protect yourself and know that vulnerability is not weakness, it is courage and it is what creates a deep connection. However, oversharing very private information early on is not what is recommended, it's really a question of timing, when you want to share what when it comes to vulnerability. Number seven is about learning to receive what he wants to offer, whether that is compliments, support, time and attention, affection, or it's paying for dinner. Not worrying that you owe him something, or he will think you're cheap if you don't get back the same, or that he will expect something else from you. Learning to receive 
is an energetic thing. And if you're uncomfortable receiving, you will more easily attract or allow into your life men who are not willing to offer you much. And we're not talking paying for dates, but we're talking in general, generosity with his time, affection, attention, and so on. This is a big one. I had to learn that myself as I used to be an overgiver. And I think I will have to do a whole episode on receiving. Number eight was also a big one for me, and that is letting a man help or support you the way he can and wants to, even if you know how to do it yourself, and you can do it yourself. Also, let him be an emotional support for you, even if you feel very strong. You don't have to always do everything on your own. You can allow yourself to lean into him and let him be there for you. So number nine is about expressing your appreciation to him, not assuming that he can read your mind. Of course, only if you feel appreciative, but let him know how you feel. So number 10 is stay in your flow. Stay connected with what lights you up outside of dating. Don't overinvest your time and energy early on in one person. Don't get overly attached early on. Keep enjoying life, keep doing what you normally do, and that also means that you are not fixated on the phone all the time to check if he's answered your last message. So before I dive into the art of leaning back, I just want to say a few words about the misconceptions I sometimes hear about feminine energy. It should hopefully follow from what I just explained, that feminine energy is not about being weak, it's not about not speaking your truth or not being able to have an opinion. It's actually the opposite. But I also hear from women who feel resistance towards feminine energy that they don't want to have to change themselves. For instance, someone would say, it's my nature to be very proactive with a man, so for me to lean back would require that I change myself. And what I want to say here is, first of all, if that works for you, then fine. You don't need to change anything at all. But if it doesn't work for you, you will want to find another way of showing up that can serve you better. And here you want to distinguish between a habit that is not serving you and then who you are inside. Because we all have behaviors or habits that are not serving us, but it doesn't mean that this is our authentic self. You are not your behavior. If you have a behavior that's not serving you, trying to change that won't make you less you. It will, on the contrary, allow you to be more the fullest and truest expression of who you are. Because when you change it to something that serves you, you are more aligned with your truest desire. Another thing I also hear is, I don't want to play games. In particular, when I say, don't make yourself too available all the time. This is not about playing games, it's staying in your flow. Don't cancel things that you would normally do just because he shows up with an invitation last minute. Don't cling to your phone all day so you can answer him ASAP when you're busy at work. Don't compromise your normal activities. You have an exciting and fulfilling life and you need to stay in that vibe of enjoying life. Stay connected with yourself and let him be the added bonus. The VIP guest at your party, but not the whole party. So now we are going into the art of leaning back. As you might have figured out, this is about letting go of trying to take lead and push forward with a man. Taking all the initiative, inviting him out, inviting him home, cooking him dinner, calling him the next day, letting him spend the night, doing all the things in early stages of dating. And I'm not saying you can't do any of this later on, 
but doing this early on because you think this will put you in a better situation and he will see how awesome you are. Now, this is the masculine energy that serves us very, very well in other situations, but with a man, unfortunately, not so well. This is getting you almost into a competition with him. If you try to think of it like a classical dance, there is one who leads and the other follows. And if both wants to lead, it doesn't look like a dance anymore. You can imagine it more looks like a battle or a competition. And if you imagine he is a very good dancer and he wants to dance, but he doesn't want to dance with a woman who tries to take over all the time. He wants a woman who will let him lead the dance and who knows her own steps. Now, you can do all the things if you want, but just notice that it's not going to attract the kind of man you most likely want. And then you end up losing time and burning a lot of your energy on a man who might not have shown you any sign of consistent interest. So if this is your pattern and this has shown up for you in the past, you are most likely over-functioning, meaning that you are doing a lot for the man and the relationship, way more than he is. And in that case, I advise you to take a full action detox, simply roll it back to zero. Do nothing proactively, at least in the beginning. Lean back and let him come to you. Have patience and give him the time he needs, and then show him lots of appreciation when he invites you. Inspire him to take action by being a woman who is fun to take action with. Be open to what he suggests. Be open to trying new things. And again, show him appreciation. Of course, only if you mean that. But if you do, don't keep it to yourself. It's very simple, as I said. No rocket science. But it can be very challenging. And why is that? Let's take a look at what happens when we all of a sudden go from the forward-leaning, action-oriented energy into leaning back. First of all, you most likely have this pattern or behavior because you learned that taking action is what brings you results. But a part of it can also be that you've been used to not getting much attention or not to see yourself as deserving of love and attention. And in that case, you will benefit from taking a look at that and healing that part of yourself. And so in both cases, you might have a thought like, I need to reach out or he's going to lose interest or if I do nothing, nothing happens and I miss out on this chance. Now challenge yourself to see that if he does nothing, this is information you would want to have. You actually want to filter out some men early on. And leaning back is a very efficient way to see who is interested. But by doing that, you also get the feeling that you are letting go of control. Except the control you think you had when taking action was always an illusion. You never had that because you cannot control him. What you can control, however, is yourself and your response. And taking back the focus to controlling yourself is the most powerful thing you can do to eventually inspire him to want more. Now think of that again. Taking back the focus to controlling yourself and your response is the most powerful thing you can do to eventually inspire him to want more. In the beginning, you will feel discomfort from uncertainty, not knowing if he's going to reach out at all or reach out again and not knowing when he's going to do so. And you will want to reach out and take initiative. But here's where I want you to challenge yourself to just sit with that uncertainty. Just sit with it and notice how it feels in your body. It's this restless energy and the urge to take action. It's the urge to do something to get rid of the discomfort of uncertainty. 
but it will evaporate once you sit with it. And again, as with control, the certainty you think you have is an illusion. You can't get certainty from any man in early stages of dating, and there's basically never any guarantees when it comes to relationships. But it doesn't mean you can't give yourself certainty, because certainty is something you create within yourself. The certainty that regardless of the outcome, you will be kind to yourself. You will not make the lack of interest from a man mean anything about your worth or lovability. You will not give up on your dreams and you will not quit on yourself. And you will not stop believing in your ability to find love. And then what happens as you get more and more comfortable with the discomfort of uncertainty and you learn to just sit with it, it feels less uncomfortable. And when you shift your focus to the things you can control within yourself, what happens is you up-level your sense of worth. You show yourself that you don't have to chase a man, that you are someone who can allow him to come to you. You are changing a pattern now. So what happens is your energy is shifting and your vibe is shifting. Your focus and center is no longer outside yourself, is inside you. And you feel so much less attached to the outcome of the situation with this particular man. You trust that it's going to happen sooner or later. You also start feeling more empowered because it is so much more empowering to be the one who attracts a man than the one who's running behind him to get his attention. And now what happens is he is either not showing up at all, in which case there will be open space for a new person to enter, or he will come back to you consistently, which is exactly what you want. So, and once you can experience that, you are not going back to chasing ever again, I promise you. So this doesn't mean that you can't invite him in the future, you definitely can, but you will want to make sure that he is stepping up by himself, not just as a response to your actions. So this is what I had for you today and I want to say thank you for listening. This was a long episode and I hope it was useful and made sense to you. I will definitely dive into some more of the other parts of feminine energy in future episodes and give you inspiration on how you can make these shifts so you can feel empowered and aligned with your worth. And until next time, have fun and enjoy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 